Welcome to Wisdom Tips. Hello, everybody. I'm your host, Dr. Connie Green. I am so excited you joined us tonight. Today's topic is getting wisdom to get dressed. How to get wisdom to get dressed, shall I say. And in this episode, we will be dealing with how to have wisdom to get dressed, equipped, and ready for battle. Are you ready? All right, now I'm here to drop pearls of true wisdom, giving you the tools you need to live a victorious life. Let's go into Ephesians right now. In the book of Ephesians, Paul speaks about the importance of having the armor of God to fight our battles in every situation. In the church, mm-hmm, then you know we got to fight battles in the church sometime. In the home, and absolutely in the workplace. Do you feel me? All right, now, that's what Paul said. He also said in Ephesians chapter 6 and 10, Paul says, finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Paul gives us a hint that victory is not based on our strength, but rather God's strength. I, I, it makes me remind, it reminds me or makes me think about the story of, of David when he challenged the, the uncircumcised giant, Goliath. You know, all the people in the city was afraid of him. Even his brothers were afraid of him. But he took on the challenge and ended up killing him and cutting his head off because he knew who he was, and he remembered how God took care of him through every situation that he faced. And so he was very excited about the opportunity of the challenge to kill him because he had fought battles many times that God had showed him and given him the weapons to use. So when Saul offered David his armor, David rejected it. Why? Because he hadn't used his weapons before. In other words, Saul's weapons wasn't proven by David. David knew that his tests, I mean, that his tests and his trials that he was about to go to, through and face the giant uh, had been tested. The weapons that he used had been tested. So he relied on God because he trusted God and he knew that God had, had helped him before to fight mighty battles and he could help him again. So when we look in Ephesians chapter 11, uh, it tells us to put on the whole armor of God that we may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. Paul teaches, teaches us to trust the armor that has already been proven. Let me say that again. We need to learn to trust the armor that has already been used, has already been used by us and has already been proven. So you know what? We know what some of those those, those uh, uh, proven techniques that we have used. We've talked about them in er earlier segments, but today we're going to get right on into the armor. So, you know, we know that God's armor is tested and is tried, and we got to continue to use what he has given us. I'm going to give you an example. When soldiers uh, go into battle, especially United States soldiers and other soldiers in other countries, they often what wear a uniform to to identify what 
soldier they are, what type of soldier they are, what rank they are, and what state or United or states that they're using or what country they're using. We happen to use, you know, our soldiers were the United States soldiers, United States of America soldiers. So when they go into war, they use their uniforms. Uh, and everybody knows when they see that uniform, it's, it's the, the, the uh, United States Army is coming to battle. And then so, you know, they have to have a certain type of uniform to wear to identify who they are, right? And then you look at doctors, doctors and nurses, they put on uniforms that show that they are qualified in the medical field. And then we look at the church, we go to church and some pastors wear robes and some wear suits to identify that they are the overseer of that church. And then when you think about lawyers, when they go to court, they stand before the judge with suits to give the judge respect to who they are. And everybody knows that, that that's got to be the attorney because he's standing before, before the judge and he's fighting a battle right? For the people that hired them. Then you think about dancers, you know, dancers, dancers like, uh, uh, I, I, when I was thinking about this, I was thinking about, you know, when uh, you see the ballet dancers on stage, how they gracefully dance, uh, uh, you know, on the stage, they have special shoes that they have to wear and they, they practice in those shoes all the time. And so they use that so we can identify them as being ballet dancers because of the shoes that they wear. Then we think about football players, basketball players, baseball players, soccer players. All of them have uniforms to identify what uh, uniform that they're wearing to identify what team, thank you, Lord, what team that, that are being able to come against one another or each other. Each team have a specific uniform that they wear, a specific color, and they have specific numbers and the name of what the, 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 the team at that time, right? So I think that, you know, when we think about it, every Christ, Christian should desire to have the uniform that God has commanded for us to wear or, or have uh, decided for us to wear, or should I say, has put in the word of God for us to wear. He talks about putting on the whole armor of God. He's talking about his armor, not our armor, not a team's armor, not a pastor's armor. Uh, so when we talk about armor, we're talking about the outfit, you know, the uniform. So that's why I think as, as, as saints, we need to desire to want to wear that uniform. But we got to be trained and we got to learn about what type of uniform to wear, right? Okay, so let's look at Isaiah. How did all this come about? Why did God decide to give us a uniform and put it in the in the book, in the good book for us to know what to wear and what to put on? When we look in Isaiah chapter 59, 16 and 17, it says, and he saw that there was no man to save and wondered that there was no intercessor. Therefore, his own arm brought salvation to him. God's own arm. He had to come and do it. It said his own arm brought salvation unto him. And his own righteousness, it sustained him. For he put on righteousness as a breastplate and in, in his righteousness and his helmet of salvation upon his head. And he put on the garment of vengeance for clothing was clad with zeal as a cloak. So God saw that there was and would never be a man able to intercede on mankind. He knew he had to be the one to come down. He knew he had to be the one to wear the uniform to show us to be an example. So he stepped in and armed himself 
with his own armor. Somebody ought to give God some praise right there. His own armor. The armor mentioned in Ephesians chapter 6 and 11 is the same armor that he proved in Isaiah 59 and 16. You ought to go read that chapter. It's amazing. The armor has been tried by the Savior. So we need to know what is liable, what is reliable rather for us. We need to use his armor because it worked for him. It's going to work for us too. He put on all our sins. God did. He when, he when he went to the cross, he put on all our sins, yet didn't sin. He carried us to victory. This proved that he is the author and finisher of our faith. The armor of God is what he wore and what we, what he gave us to put on. So how do we do it? We're going to talk about it. Again, I'm going to mention again, as Paul said, and what he he wrote to the when he, that he wrote to the church of of uh, Ephesians in chapter six and verse eleven. We're going to go over that again. He he said he told us to put on the whole armor of God that we may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. And done and when we done all, we need to stand. So when we look at the phrase "whole armor," it refers to Roman soldiers who was fully dressed in his armor from their head to their toe. So God wants us to be fully armored, not have armor, not put on half of it, not, and, and just leave the rest. But he wants us to be dressed like the Roman soldier. Because Paul was in prison, this was very easy for him to illustrate to the people when he was writing in the book of Ephesians. So they knew about the Roman soldiers. Paul knew about it. He probably looked at them and seen what type of dress wear they had, and he began to put it in the word. The Roman soldiers wore seven pieces of armor. The first piece of armor was a, a was just an ordinary piece of armor that no soldier would even talk about. It was it was least impressive and most commonplace of, of the weaponry that the soldiers wore. But it was a very important piece. It was a very central piece of armor that held everything together that the soldier wore. For instance, the lawn belt held the breastplate in place. The shield rested on a clip on one side of the lawn and a belt on the other side of the lawn. On which soldiers could hang their sword on when they wasn't using it. The lawn belt was also a very important piece of weapon for the soldiers because of the importance of the pieces of armor. Without it, the other pieces of repression will fall off of the soldier. Wow, think about that. We have spiritual weapons at our disposal. So as Paul talks about in the natural, the uniform of the soldier, Paul talked about the spiritual. We're going to look at those same weaponry, but we're going to use it in a spiritual sense to teach us how to put on the armor of God. God has proven us with spiritual weaponry that has the ability to counteract the attack and defeat the schemes of the devil that try to come up against us. God knows that in order for us to successfully fight this unseen power that have been fighting against us, we must have his specific or special supernatural power that he has proven for this fight. 
So let's examine this specific piece of armor that God has given the church. Let's go into the number one weapon tree was the lawn belt. There is only one spiritual weapon that is available in the sight that the lawn belt that this, that the soldiers carried. Spiritually, we call it the lawn belt of truth. The truth is written in God's word. It is the most important piece of weaponry we possess. Remember, the soldier's lawn belt held everything together, piece by piece. He might be wearing all the great weaponry, but the lawn belt was not, if it was not in place, everything else would fall apart. It was said that in that the lawn belt was the most important weaponry that the soldier wore. Because again, if he did not have that, he wouldn't even be able to carry his sword. Similarly, when you ignore the word of God and cease to apply it to your life on a daily basis, you have willfully chosen to let your entire spiritual life come apart to, at the seams. That's how important the spiritual weapon that we carry, the word of God is to us. You absolutely cannot function as a believer without the word of God, having and activating it and making it be the most greatest part of your life in your spiritual walk. You may run for a while without reading the word of God. You may run for a while without having the word of God in your heart and studying the word of God but it won't be long. You're going to run out. You're not going to get too far. If you remove the lawn bed, which is the word of God, it will not only destroy you in pieces spiritually, but it, your life would never be the same. It would take time for you to build your life back up again. Demonic assaults would break out in your life and, and invisible barriers would try to totally destroy you and chaos would be all over your life. And you don't want that to happen, dear hearts. All right. Now we're going to go to break. It's time for us to go to break. But when we return, we're going to share some wisdom tips for you. We're going to share about how you can be dressed, equipped, and ready for battle. And if you're just joining me, please share this episode with somebody. Because today we're discussing how to be dressed for battle. See you when we get back.
Welcome back. Thank you for joining me. Thank you for staying with me. And if you're just joining me, please share this broadcast with, with a friend and click the notification button so you will know when we have other content coming your way. Thank you so much again for joining us. Now we're going to talk about the tips of how we can be dressed, equipped, and ready for battle. Tip number one is very important. Be committed to the word of God. Put it in the comment. Put it in your heart. Never forget that. That's our weapon. And if you want to walk through life, clothes, and spiritual armor, hallelujah, you must be putting on the armor of God every day when you get up out of the bed, making it your permanent life dress and being equipped and ready for battle every single day putting it on getting the word of god putting that sword in your hand getting you a scripture of you know fasting and praying and seeking god's face let him just talk to you and hear his voice sometimes when we're just somewhere quiet and and and, and we're sitting there peacefully and nobody's up running around sometimes you can hear god's voice voice so much more clearer in the word of God. So that's why I often tell people, get up early in the morning when anybody ever, before anybody else gets up so you can hear the word of God clearly and God would truly talk to you. So that's very important. Commit to the word of God. If you want to walk through life clothes in, in your spiritual armor, this is a must. Amen. Tip number two, allow the word of God to guide you through your life. The word of God is a light unto our path. And it would light up anything that we have in our life. When you get the word of God, it's like a light. It'll just lighten up and you'll be able to know when, where to walk, uh, when to stop, where to go, where not to go, what to say, what not to say. He would just light up your heart and light up your mind so you'll be able to hear what thus said the Lord. As you learn and you study the word of God, the Bible says, show yourself approved. The work of needed not to be ashamed, rightly divides the word of truth. That's why it's so important to know the truth because when you go to other places, maybe a other ministries or you hear other people teaching or preaching or, or 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 pouring into you and they don't know the word of god like you know the word it's very easy to know that no begin to know truth from error but if you don't don't know the word of god people can just teach you anything and you'll just think it's the truth they may sound like you know they got a hoop and then and, and they got the anointing on their their hearts but if if if, the, if you don't know the word of god you will be tricked but when you learn and you study the word of god the Lord, the word of God will, will let you know whether somebody is teaching truth or they're teaching error because you got so much of it in your body and in your mind and in your spirit that no one can lie to you. or No one can can make you go the other direction when you know what does said the Lord. All right. So that's very important. Let it guide you. Tip number three, live by the word of God. Make the Bible your governor, the law. Um, make it final, make it a final say so in your life and let God have his way no matter what. And I just got through talking about you. When you learn the word of God, you can't follow somebody that's in error. You can't fo follow false doctrine because you, you will know it right off the bat when something is not right. When you live by the word, that's very important. If we're going to be dressed, equipped and ready for battle, you got to have that word on. You got to have that armor on. All every piece of the armor, not just one piece, but learn all the pieces so you'll be able to have know how to flow in the spirit of God. Tip number four: never remove the word of God. Never remove the word of God from your life. Never remove the word of God from your spiritual well-being. 
take it as if it was food. You don't stop eating, do you? You eat every day. Some of us eat breakfast, lunch, and dinner. That's your that's the meal that you eat so you can what live. As Christians, we've got to eat the word of God every day so we can live spiritually. When you don't eat the word every day, you find yourself being carnal. You find yourself not listening to the word of God because it is no more familiar to you because you've fallen so short from it. And so you're not eating the word of God like you once used to eat. You may say, well, I've been saved a long time. I know the word of God. I don't have to read it every day. No, baby. You got to read the word of God every day. God was an example. He showed us if God prayed and if he died on the cross for you and for me, the least we can do is hear his word, know his word, apply his word. So we will know how to flow in the spirit of God. Tip number five, never ignore the word of God. When you ignore the word of God in your life, you have willfully chosen to let the, your entire spiritual life fall apart. Just as simple as that. And that's not something we want to do. I don't know about you, but I don't want my life to fall apart because I'm not using the word of God and living the life that I should live. Well, dear hearts, that's going to be it for this week. I know it's short, but I want to get right on to it because we're going to be having a series on being dressed, equipped, and ready for battle. And this is part one. So next week, we're going to talk about part two. And, and it's going to be very deep. It's going to be a little bit longer of, of the broadcast, but I think it's going to be worth it. So you don't want to miss that. So please share with a friend, share with somebody you know that needs to hear this teaching. I want you to be here on next Tuesday at 7 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Times so you can find out what the other clothing that we need to have in order to live a victorious life in God. So be sure to like and subscribe to our channel. Hit the notification button so you'll be reminded what content content that we're going to have coming up. And again, don't forget, next week, same time, 7 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And remember, we ain't got no time for tears or fears because you're too blessed to be stressed. Wisdom is a principal thing and all that getting, getting an understanding so you can live a victorious life. I'll see you next week. God bless you.